This episode's brought to you by Chapstick. Chapstick is one of the only items that the more you use it, the more you need it. So it's not actually fucking working because you put it on and then the next day you need more of it and then it, it, Chapstick is a fucking scam, okay? Chapstick is a scam. Um, I really, I think this is the last video podcast ever. And I, it sucks to say it. I don't think ever, actually. I just think for now. Uh, I try to fucking, like, this setup around me is the most ghetto shit ever. I have my laptop that's, like, next to me here. And it's standing. I know I explain this every time I do the video podcast because I fucking hate it. But I have my laptop sitting on seven boxes of shoes right now in order. Because, I like, I don't know. I had a table and I fucking slammed it and it broke because I got really uh, triggered. So, so I don't know, man. The, I tried it, you know. It, and that's kind of that's kind of the that's kind of the epitome of my life right now is like try shit and, you know, if it didn't work, you fucking you stuck in there, you hung in there for a little bit. Epitome of my life? Is that the right word? Let's find out together cuz we can do this with my laptop now. What does does epitome mean i fucking spelled it so wrong epitome a person or a thing that is a perfect example of yeah so it, it is it is a perfect example of my life is me trying something and it not really working so then i stop and now my photos are coming up so that's nice um we're gonna do some question and answers like every show and today i did it a little bit differently though i did it on instagram so i just said like the I put that little thing up that says, ask a question. And maybe you can gauge the quality of questions versus when I ask people on Snapchat and Instagram stories versus using Instagram's question thing. Um, You ever come through to Portland, says Cole Carter. No, I haven't. Uh, um, Brett Meyer says, would you be willing to put fans on the podcast? No, and here's why. I have a small fan base right now. There's only a few hundred of you guys, and I'm very thankful for every single one of you. But if I put one fan on, then every fan has to be on. And then it ruins the point of the show. Um, When you watch fucking Deal or No Deal, they they don't put the fans on the show. When you watch, um, I don't know, there's so many shows, man. When you watch The Challenge, they don't put the fans on the shows. When you watch Jersey Shore... Ellen DeGeneres, any fucking show ever, they don't put the, they don't, it doesn't happen. Podcasts, Joe Rogan, Chris D'Elia, Bill Burr, any successful podcast ever is because of the, because of this. I am the one that's going to make this show happen. Not you guys. You know what I mean? And it's not to be a dick. It's just very real. No, I don't want Brett Meyer on the fucking. You know what I mean? What are we gonna? What are you gonna say? That's gonna. My fans are gonna enjoy. It would be very awkward. I would. I wouldn't know who the fucking other person is, and I wouldn't be interested in them. It would be a lot like. No, I guess I wouldn't. I'm not gonna say that. Um, <laughs> all right. Would you? Oh, this girl says single. Yes. Very fucking. Have you seen my arms? Yeah, I'm very single. <laughs> Um, Reese Burnt says flat laces around. I think, uh, round. I'm into boots lately. I got the easy, I got the easy boots that just came in. You guys, I told you I was going to order these last week. 
man, these are so fucking dope. I'm not trying to get into the sneaker part yet, but for you people that are watching on the visual right now, you're probably about to bust because I'm showing these boots off right now and they look fucking gorgeous. Anyways, um, I don't know. It's a lot of like silly kind of goofy questions is what I got. Uh, what's your body count? I think it's like 24 and I'm not really too happy about that. But here's the thing. When you sleep with a lot of people and you and a girl asks you what your body count is, I always say just straight up, I slept with 24 chicks, all right? Do I regret it? Not really because it like I came 24 more times than I would have if I didn't sleep with 24 girls, right? But it, the point of it is, I don't like to say girls, it sounds fucking weird, woman. Um, the point is like, yeah, I slept with 24 chicks and that's like, that's final. I don't lie about it. A lot of people lie. When you ask them how many people have you slept with, um, six. And then like two fucking years later, they're like, by the way, it was actually 12. I forgot about David and Joey and Carlos and Jonathan. And then it's like, okay, fuck you because I'm never going to believe anything you say. And this segues into our next part of the top first our first topic which is uh <laughs> where the fuck is it i i hate doing this by the way guys i love the podcast i hate doing the visuals because i have to pull shit up and it just fucking ruins my day um this is this is text i'm reading with a girl it's right here you can't see it though and this is from an app called hinge now you guys know that i deleted my tinder i've said that multiple times and uh, Tinder just didn't do it for me. Never got any matches. Fucking sucked. Bumble I liked better because they have to message you first. So it kind of makes it like clearly... Like, I don't know. I had a well fucking... I had a good two months of me messaging girls on Tinder and never getting a fucking answer back. So... Bumble I liked better because it was like, okay, they're going to message me. And then I could be the fucking cunt that doesn't answer back. You know what I mean? So this girl, we're talking, and it's on Hinge. Hinge is an app where it's like the dating app. I'm not going to fucking plug the shit out of them. But basically, rather than just putting pictures of yourself, it you can like answer questions. And it'll say like, what's your three favorite foods? And you put like sushi and something else. And then... Uh, it'll ask you another question that says like, what's the, the most outrageous thing you've done? And someone says like, I killed my fucking dad. And then you can like things about them rather than like their pictures. Right? So I, I don't know what I liked on this girl. I think I just liked one of her pictures. And then I saw like, I read her question and answers and I thought they were funny. So we're messaging and it's going really great. And it's like the fucking classic. How are you? Good. How about you? Tell me about yourself. Let's force each other to get into this type of thing. Um, and then I asked her, what's your Snapchat, if you don't mind me asking? And that's a very common thing because I want to know if you're a fucking catfish or not. I want to see your fucking face. And I don't want to be Snapchatting someone that like used pictures on their hinge or on their dating profile that are from like two months ago or two years ago. You know what I mean? Like they look beautiful in this fucking uh, Tinder profile and then you see them on Snapchat or you see them in person and they look like a fucking bomb, sh bomb show. They look like a bomb. Um, so I said, I'm going to, I'm going to follow you on Instagram if you don't mind. She said, cool. And then I said, what's your Snapchat if you don't mind me asking? 
And then she gives me her Snapchat and then says, I'm reading this off the screen. So this is like straight up. I just spit on the mic. So that is cool. Um, this is word for word what she said. Okay, don't take this the wrong way because it's a legit question. How is it that you have 8,000 followers but no likes on photos? It doesn't make sense. I have 900 plus followers but only get 300 likes. Not that likes really matter at all. Yeah, not that likes really matter. What the fuck is all of this that you're saying then? Um, sorry. It just doesn't add up. So... First of all, she, this is like the fucking eighth thing we've said to each other. Hey, what's up? I like skiing. Oh, cool. I don't know how to do that, but I like sushi. Oh, me too. Let's go eat. Okay, cool. By the way, your likes to follower ratio is fucked up and I don't understand it, but it doesn't matter, but it just doesn't add up. (laughs) Are you a fucking robot? Is that what's happening? Because whatever the fuck, it doesn't matter. Something doesn't add up. What is it? Not? And then I wish I could pull fucking scroll up. Because then I said, are you the engagement police? Because what the fuck am I doing wrong? And then I said, is this my response right here? I can't. What am I trying to do? My response is, oh, here you go. My response was, is this a real question? Haha. Ha. Because how much of a fucking nut job do you have to be? To, and I'm really just shitting on this girl right now. And we're actually still talking. But after this, who knows? I don't really. Um, <laughs> so I said, you know, is this a real question? And then I followed up and I said, like, I don't understand why you would ask me like about my following. And I said, like, I don't know. Some of my posts get a lot. Some of them don't. I posted with Sal Volcano once and it got a thousand posted a picture of just me and I got 200 likes. I don't have to explain myself to you, you fucking nut job, is what I should have said. Um, she actually seems really great and like it's all going good now and I guess she was just joking around. Maybe. So uh, I kind of just let that go. But this is the type of thing, when I dated... This is important information I'm about to fucking spit out at you guys that are in relationships or looking to get in at something wild. Um, When you see, when you meet someone, the first like two weeks are very fucking crucial in the, in the relationship. I dated a girl in senior year that like the first two fucking months, I found out that she was talking to her ex-boyfriend and like sneaking around, not like fucking him or anything, you know, but just being, doing sketchy shit. Like she would lie to me and say that she was never smoking, never drinking. And then I'd find out that she was smoking and drinking with her ex-boyfriend or some guy she used to talk to. So that was fucked up, right? But I'm the type of guy that was like, it's fine, babe. We'll keep trying, you know, let's do this. And then... She fucking ends up being a fucking liar, and that's why we break up nine months later. What the fuck is going on with this lighting? Is it too bright? Maybe I should... I feel like it honestly looks better like this. I don't know. Yeah, this looks fine. Um, So, I don't know. Oh, what I was saying was... She lied two months in and I just figured I would just like forget about it and give her another chance. And then nine months later, the reason we break up is because she fucking lies all the time. So in this case, this girl asking me a fucked up question probably means that I'm going to find out that she's a fucking psycho or 
Um, she's going to be very like, I don't know if it's materialistic, but like caring about followers and likes, whatever the fuck you call that. Um, this, I'll probably see something exactly like this play out in the future of our relationship, whether we end up dating or being friends or whatever. So is it a smart idea to try to date her? Probably not. Will I anyways? Well, probably not, but I'll probably talk to her for a while. I don't fucking know. It's just a little, it was interesting to me to see a girl talk that fucking much about like, who the fuck would say that? I don't know. Let's move on. It really made me more want to bring it up for the podcast. I'm not, I'm not really triggered about it. I was a little mad, but I don't know. Um, how to not Hudson Hoffman? Shout out to Hoffman Hudson. What's which one is your fucking first name? Um, Hoffman Hudson. I don't know, dude. Uh, I know who this fucking kid is. I just don't know which one is his first name. How to not be depressed or how you have dealt with it? Okay, so here's a good question, and I, you guys know that I like talking about shit like this. When it comes to oh, we got to talk about Kevin Hart too. This is gonna be. This is going to be good. This is the last question, then we're going to get into Kevin Hart because that's really fucked up what happened. So, how to not be depressed or how I deal with depression? This is a great question for all you people out there that kind of want to fucking jump off a cliff sometimes. Um, I find myself not depressed or like, I don't think I have anxiety or anything like that. I don't fucking label it. I've talked about this before, so it's going to be quick. I don't really label it as like, oh, I'm depressed because when you do that, all you're doing is telling yourself and like making yourself more fucking paranoid and then becoming more depressed. It's like if I sat here and told myself, I'm fucking ugly. I'm a piece of shit. I don't like this about myself. I don't like this about my body. I don't like this about my face. Eventually, I'm going to think I'm fucking ugly period. And I'm not going to need to remind myself because I did that for two fucking months. So reminding yourself that you're depressed or have anxiety or labeling these things doesn't really help, right? So my way of coping with being sad sometimes is how I'd like to refer to it is doing something that I would love to do and only focusing on that. Now, here's what I fucking mean. I like to travel a lot. So it's worth it to me to save my money up and, you know, not have a girlfriend and not fucking buy random shit all the time. I do I do have a spending problem, okay? I buy a lot of shit. But I'm trying to cut back. I'm trying to not go out to eat as much. I'm trying to just bank my money. And every time that I get a set amount of money that I'm comfortable with, I'll take a trip. And fortunately for me, I can go to LA and meet people there. And I've made it based around my work, right? But in the fucking grand scheme of things, that's a, that's a saying, right? In the grand scheme of things, uh, I go on these trips and it's kind of like a breather. If I'm fucking, if I hate being at home for a few weeks or if something's happening back in my hometown and my friends and I aren't getting along or my family and I are fighting or whatever the fuck it is, my like breather is, okay, I know that in a month from now I get to go to New York and even though I'm working, it's still like a chance for me to just fucking relax. Before I had all this like celebrity client, whatever the fuck you want to call it, before I was working with these people, I did try to do the same thing. It was just in a different way. I messaged a company. I wanted to do, I wanted to be a model 
which really didn't fucking work out. Um, but I wanted to be a model and I messaged these like Instagram companies. And I was just saying like, hey, I'll fucking promote the f- shit out of your stuff. And if you need a model, I'm your guy. If you want someone that's skinny as shit, has a body that's built like a fucking toothpick and has fucked up teeth, I'm in. Uh, and then they, <laughs> and then they would message back and say like, you know, we're not really interested, but one company in particular was like fucking with me. And then it ga- it came to the point where I flew out to LA to meet this company and do this modeling gig just to get the fuck out of, you know what I mean? Just to get out there. And it wasn't like based off of me being depressed, but getting out there helped me a lot. So then I figured, okay, I have family in Vegas. I can go to Vegas and I could visit there and I could kind of get away from all the fucking... At the time, I was stressed out because it was like after high school and I felt like I was a loser and I didn't have any fucking plans and I didn't have a college degree or a chance at one. Um, I've told that story before too, so I'm not going to get into that. But basically, you know, I just traveled and I would spend time alone and that doing that helped me be fucking happy. And even when I'm mad now, if I can't get to fucking New York, I'll go on a drive at 2 a.m. for like three hours and just kind of clear my thoughts. So if you don't have the money to go on a trip, save money so you could do that one day and spend some time alone because it's really important. And uh, go on a fucking drive. If you could afford gas money, 20 bucks, go on an hour and a half long drive or sit in a Starbucks alone and go on your computer and do some shit alone. Um, We're going to get into that some other shit. Should we go into that now? No, let's talk about Kevin Hart. Okay, look, this, I'm going to read a, a little article right now. It says, Kevin Hart says he's out as Oscars host after outrage over homophobic tweets. It's really fucking, okay. Kevin Hart just was supposed to host the Oscars and everybody was fucking hyped about it, even him. And he like flexed and bragged the fuck out of the fact that he was going to be on the Oscars. In a cool way, like it was... I think Kevin Hart's very humble, and I fucking admire him, and I think he's hilarious. I'm a huge Kevin Hart fan. I think he does, like, flex. I don't know. I think he's very, like, rub it in your face. I have a lot of fucking money. But at the same time, if I had that amount of money, I probably would do the same thing, and he probably doesn't think of it in that way, you know? Anyways... This article says, Kevin Hart announced on Twitter early Friday morning that he was stepping down from hosting this year's Oscar ceremony after the Academy of Motion Pictures, okay, blah, blah, blah. Basically, he's fucking not doing it anymore. And they're just telling you that in 87 words. Um, Then, (laughs) I hate that I say, okay, ready? Some quick background. This week was announced that Hart would host the 91st Oscar ceremony on February 27th. So naturally his Twitter found itself under the microscope after wanting to disqualify Hart, at least the court of public opinion had a cornucopia of homophobic tweets from which to choose. Um, This is one of them. Yo, if my son comes home and tries to play with daughters with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and say in my stop that voice. What? Oh, and say in my voice, stop, that's gay. Okay, he also did, I don't really, I suck at reading clearly. So basically, he made a tweet about if his son was doing some gay shit, he would be mad and he would break the dollhouse over his head and say, stop, that's gay, right? Then in his stand-up from, I think, 2010, 
I don't remember what the fuck it was called, like seriously funny, one of those. He does a whole bit on, like, I think he slaps his son in the head and he says, like, that's gay, don't do that. And it's kind of the same bit. Um, here's another one of his tweets. Why does profile pick, it's like someone, he's saying, he's like roasting someone. Why does this guy look like a gay billboard ad for AIDS? Uh, I, and then he said, boom, I'm on fire tonight. So, okay, he makes a lot of gay jokes. Who fucking gives a shit, man? I'm a fan of, like, calling people out when they're wrong, right? I clearly don't give a fuck about what other people think of me. And if someone says something fucked up, just like that tweet that I just, or whatever, the dating app that I just talked to you guys about, like... I'll call that out because I think it's funny and I want to laugh about it. And sure, it's like a little fucked up and I'm a little mad at it. But me bringing it to you guys and then laughing and then I hope you guys laugh at it, it makes it a fun thing. So it makes like a somewhat serious thing become funny. And that's what I enjoy, right? This is like pushing it too far. When it when it was like the Me Too movement, I'm fucking all for that. You want to call out people for being child fucking predators? Or I don't think they were child predators. You want to call people out for being like, uh, what's it called? Sex offenders, not child. I guess some of them were child fucking pornographic, creepy fucking weirdos. But the main Me Too thing was like people that were sexually harassing you and like jerking off in a bush in front of you and shit like that. So you want to call those people out? Yeah, let's fucking do it. Light them at, light their ass on fire. Light them asses on fire. Um, when it comes to like, oh, you made a joke in 20, 2009 and you're going to fucking pull that up in 2018 and then make fucking, make a big deal about it. You're a fucking scumbag. Kevin Hart, these jokes were really fucking funny at the time. In 2018, these jokes might not be as funny because of how fucking sensitive everyone is now. If you got on stage and made a joke about this kid was wearing pink and he, me, this kid was wearing a Jeffree Star shirt, he's he's a fag, you know, that might not get a big crowd pop from a lot of people because like they're not going to think it's funny because they're going to be like, well, you could wear a Jeffree Star if you're straight. What the fuck does it matter? And I'd be one of those people to say like, I wear Jeffree Star shirts because I fucking love him. Does it mean that I'm gay? No. Does it mean that I'm transgender? No. I just like him. Um, it's in the same... It's I'm making a connection here. When you shut down something for like... Okay, like I get it. You don't have to like the gay joke that Kevin Hart made. It doesn't mean that he doesn't like gay people. It doesn't mean that... Like, I'm so for gays that you would think I'm gay. That's how much I will sit here and stick up for gay rights. But even I, someone that has fucking thought about being gay, someone that has openly talked about being gay, well, I'm not gay, but openly talked about thinking about being gay, like openly talked about his feelings and how he supports the fucking LGBT community, me being someone that's a huge supporter and very open about my sexuality, even though I'm a straight guy, um, I don't think that this shit was wrong at all. And at the time when I watched it, I fucking laughed. Does that mean I'm a homophobe? No. Does that mean that I don't like fucking like gay people or anything like that? No. It just means that at the time it was funny. Jokes change throughout years. That's the that's what people are not like talking about right now. It's not the fact that is he a homophobe or not. It's not the fact that was it wrong or was it right. It's the fact that 
in the moment, like in 2010, those jokes were funny. Gay jokes and shit like that. Even I used to say, oh, that's so gay. I'm not going to do that. Or I'm not a fucking fag, whatever. I used to say stuff like that because I thought that that was like funny and I thought it was cool. Then as I started putting myself around gay people more, working with them and talking to them and like experiencing, like talking to a gay person and them getting mad at me because I say fag, that made me think like, okay, I can't say that because that offends him. You know what I mean? And I learned over the years. And now when I think something's dumb, I'll say that's dumb or that's stupid. I don't say that's gay anymore because I learned that saying that in a derogatory like way is very offensive to some people. So 2010, I said it. I thought it was funny. People didn't care. 2018, people want to fucking shoot me in the skull for saying fag. So I don't say it. Um, And it's kind of shitty being an aspiring comedian that's watching all of these comics get shut down for things that they're saying because they're fucking comedians. Their job is to make you laugh. If the joke's not funny, that's okay because they're going to make funnier jokes. They didn't fail the fucking job. You know what I mean? It's like if your job is to be a nurse and you came to... I don't know. I'm going to make a shitty analogy that I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. But... Uh, <laughs> it's like their job is to make people laugh. Sometimes they don't make people laugh. It doesn't mean it's their, like the end of the fucking world for them. And they shouldn't be like punished. And Kevin Hart shouldn't have stepped down from Oscars because you're letting the people win. You should have went up there, did your fucking thing and acted like it didn't even matter because it doesn't. But when you want to like step down and then you let the fucking fans and the hater fucking audience win, then what is it showing? It's never going to like shit's never going to stop like this until someone gets called out and then like stands firm or explains why. So I don't know. I think Kevin should have been Kevin Hart should have explained. He should have just posted on Instagram. You have like 30 million people on your Instagram, bro. You can just explain fucking video. Like take a video of yourself saying exactly what I just said. And 2010 joking around was a lot different. The world has became a lot more sensitive now, blah, blah, blah. So this is why I did it. And I'm sorry if you guys take offense to it now, but for the people watching it in 2010, maybe you fucking laughed. Um, and that's it. He should have just said that. And then, yeah, by the way, I'm fucking still hosting the Oscars because nobody kicked me off. So fuck you guys. But he didn't do that. So I don't know. I just went on a fucking tangent there. I think what I'm saying is very fucking like, I'm not just spewing bullshit. I think there's a point to when I'm saying like me being, me being a person that understands gay rights and supports gay rights and supports gays and whatever. I don't even think that that was offensive. And if you did and you're gay, you're dumb and gay then. That's how it is. You are gay. That is fine. You are dumb. That is not fine. Go do more fucking research and understand that jokes back then were just based around a little less fucking filtered shit. And everyone has a fucking tampon in their asshole right now. And anything someone says can be taken for fucking with a grain of salt and then just like shit on them. And this is like 10 years ago. Like it's not even like Kevin Hart tweeted something about a gay guy now and then got like blasted for it online. It was 10 fucking years ago, man. 
Like that scares the shit out of me because all the things, I mean, it doesn't really scare me because I think that my fan base, here's what I'm going to say. If you're listening to this right now and you agree with me, keep listening. If you don't agree with me and you think that Kevin Hart saying something in 2010 should penalize him for a 2018 Oscar fucking thing or 2019, if you disagree with what I'm saying, then fuck you and you should probably stop listening. I want my listeners to all get what I fucking joke around about. I want all of my fans to understand that it's no filter, that we're going to fucking have fun, that sometimes I might say something fucked up, but I'm going to own it and I'm going to apologize. And if I fuck up, I fuck up. You know, I'm not going to follow this like robotic, like check off the list of what I can't say. I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want. And if you take offense to it, tell me. And if I feel bad, I'll fucking come out. I'm very self-aware. I'll say, you know what? I was wrong. I shouldn't have said this about you or I shouldn't have done this. Otherwise, if I don't think that you should be taking offense to it, I'm just going to say shut your fucking mouth because you're being a bitch and then you're wrong. And hopefully your respect for me, you'll check yourself. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I just, I don't want to, like, I don't want to like worry in 10, I don't want to worry in 10 years about my fucking fans being like, oh, episode three, you said that you don't like guys that wear skinny jeans and that I have to fucking deal with that. Like who wants to do that? I don't know. It's just really fucking pisses me off. Um, here's my notes because I, I kind of lost, I got lost track here. Okay. Here's what I was going to say earlier. When I was talking about people on dating apps and shit like that, one of my friends this week, well, now we're moving on. The, we, we concluded the whole Kevin Hart thing. Uh, one of my friends was telling me, I don't know what the fuck is on my screen right now. Sneakers dog? Does anybody see what's on my screen? Um, all right. Um, so this girl's at, she, when I used to work at Buckle, this was like two weeks ago, she was telling me, oh, I, I guess I shouldn't say that because I don't give a fuck. One of my friends that maybe worked at Buckle, maybe worked at fucking TJ Maxx, uh, has a boyfriend that was messaging her and he was out of town for the weekend, right? And he was saying, like, he's going skiing this weekend, right? And she wants to see me, and we're going to go get coffee after work because maybe she works with me, but I don't think she does. So don't, it doesn't mean that you know who I'm talking about. Um, look at the lighting, dude. Look at how sick. It just doesn't work. Okay. This girl messages me and goes, hey, want to go get coffee? And I was like, sure, I'm fucking down. Like, let's meet up. Meet me there at 930 or whatever. She's like, okay, cool. The fucking four hours goes by. She messages me and goes, hey, my boyfriend doesn't really want me going, so I can't. And I was like, what do you mean he doesn't want you going? And she's like, he, he just said that, you know, he's never met you before and he doesn't know who you are, so he doesn't feel comfortable. And I was like, are you fucking giving me head? And she was like, no. And I was like, okay, let's go meet at and get coffee at 930, just like we planned. And she's like, well, he's really not okay with it. So I was like, send me what he's saying. Like, what is he saying? And he's texting her and he's like, baby, I just don't feel comfortable with you going. And I'd really respect if you didn't go. Meanwhile, he's fucking snowboarding. Okay. Or something or skiing. Um, Here's the fucking problem with this. A lot of guys, and hold on, one more thing. 
uh, two weeks ago when I was at work, this guy messaged me. I posted a picture of two girls that were standing in my store. And this guy like messaged her and was like getting mad about it or something. And then messaged me and said like, fucking, I don't even know what he said. He, I think he said like, I see you like a taunt. And then luckily he was a cool fucking kid about it and messaged me back. I said like, look, dude, if you're going to get fucking pissed off at me for posting a picture of your girlfriend, you're a dumb fuck. Like, you know who I am. I'm not banging your girlfriend, bro. I got way fucking better things to do. It was just a picture. Relax. And he messaged me and said, like, I respect you, dude. Like, I thought about it, and I know that you're just messing around, and I thought about who you are. He actually said, I know I can make a scene, but then I would just hear a story about it on your podcast, which was fucking funny. Uh, and then he said, or I could just not do anything and realize who you are and like realize the situation and be cool about it. That was a good example of a fucking boyfriend or an ex-boyfriend. This girl that's getting texted by her guy friend or her boyfriend that's fucking snowboarding. This is a fucking horrible example of a boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, you know, he's just the fact that he said, like, I never met him before and then he's getting triggered and then he stops answering her for like a day because and she didn't even go out to fucking get coffee with me. He was just being a jealous piece of shit. And what I want to just say here is uh, I've been in the same boat, right? I had a girlfriend. She was super fucking gorgeous, way above my league. And I always worried, you know, at the time, I worried, what if she meets another guy? What if she hooks up with another guy? What if I get cheated on? What if fucking, I don't know, what if a guy hits on her that's way better looking than I am? I would worry about that shit. So my way of like protecting myself was to say like, hey, you don't talk to other guys. I don't talk to other girls. That's fucking so wrong. Like so wrong. Um... And if you're in a relationship right now and you don't have guy friends and you're a girl or you don't have girlfriends and you're a guy, your relationship will definitely not work and you guys are both fucking broken, okay? Uh, I get really mad at this because what what does that do? It's like if there's a fucking guy that wants to kill people and you have a room full of people and, okay, let me, let me learn what I'm fucking saying. If you have a murderer at heart, right? He hasn't killed anyone yet, but he's dying to kill people. And you put him in a fucking restaurant. How do you fix the problem, right? You get the murderer out of there and you put him in a fucking psych home or whatever the fuck it's called, psych ward. And you fucking figure out the problem. You don't go to the restaurant and kick everybody out and then leave him and let him eat. And he can't kill anyone now because nobody's in the fucking restaurant. Do you get what I'm saying? Because in my mind, it fucking makes sense. And if it doesn't make sense to you, let me make another analogy. Um, if you're in a relationship and you have rules, that's not fixing anything because you're just obeying rules. You're not obeying the person. You're not in love with the person. If you were in love with the person, it would be like this. You can see guys, I can see girls, and I know that I'm not going to fuck them or you're not going to fuck them because we love each other and we trust each other and we don't have to force each other to like do certain shit because we're in love, you know? That's how it should work. It shouldn't be like, okay, we're dating now. First rule, no seeing guys. Second rule, you can't text or Snapchat guys. Third rule, if you go outside and you look at a fucking guy, I'm going to break your fucking head open. 
Okay, now we're in love. It doesn't work like that. Because if that's just fucking, like, what are you teaching each other, you know? And being the jealous, oh my God. Being the jealous type when it's like you're worrying every second, it, it doesn't do anything for you. For me, I, I think I've told you guys this before, but I'm going to remind you again. My girl, my first girlfriend ever was very fucking like possessive and didn't let me talk to anyone and blah, blah, blah. What did I do? I fucking cheated on her because she was telling me every single day, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And I knew it was such a threat that... I thought like I, I'm very like rebellious. So when people tell me not to do shit, it makes me want to do it more. I don't know if rebellious is even the fucking word. But when you tell me don't do this, Ange, don't do this, Ange, don't do this, now it's like, okay, I have to fucking do it because what's gonna happen? And why is it so bad? You know, I'm that type of person. So she would tell me, don't text girls, don't Snapchat them. If you do it, I'm gonna dump you, blah blah blah. And then I find myself being like 13 years old, making out with two girls at the same time. I fucked up, babe. I'm sorry. Um, you know who you are. I I fucked up, and I st I still love you. Um. So, so, anyways, sorry guys. I looked at the camera and I just got really deep right there. Um. So, anyways, my next relationship with, which is when I was older, this girl didn't give a fuck what I did. She was awesome. And she, even though it's the same girl that fucking ended up lying a lot, she would be like, yeah, you want to go hang out with this girl? Like, cool, whatever. Like, that's how she would be. So then I was like, well, fuck that. Like, me and you could just hang out then, whatever. Fucking you could come over then, babe. I didn't even care anymore. Because it ruined the fun of like, oh, I'm going to piss my girlfriend off and go hang out with fucking Tracy. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I just... I know I'm getting a little rambly, but the point is, don't be fucking insecure. And oh, the other thing is, the guy that fucking was saying this shit to this girl is a fucking stud. He's like, his muscle is like up to here. Uh, I'm If you can't see what I'm doing, I'm making a big muscle gesture. And his fuck, like, he is jacked out of his mind. He's got a great smile. It seems like he has a lot of money. He's like always on boats and shit. And, uh... Like, I don't know, he looks like a fucking 9 out of 10. But, unfortunately, he's so insecure that he has to treat his girlfriend like a fucking dog in order to get her and him to work out. And that's really sad. Um, me, on the other hand, I would say I'm a 7.5 out of 10, fairly. And I could give two fucks if my girlfriend hangs out with other guys. I almost am at the point where I don't even care if she fucks a guy while we're dating, to be quite honest with you, because that's not what, like, love, like, we're in love, and I know that if you want to fuck someone else, it's kind of like an open relationship, like, okay, fuck him, use a condom, and then come back home, and we're still in love. That's kind of fucked up, and I'll probably go into that a different day. So, let's get into the sneaker part of the podcast. By the way... I want to give a shout out to some people, okay? Diem, I fucking love you, and you are one of my managers at Buckle, and I'm thankful for you, and I'm sorry that I had to leave, but you're a big fan of the podcast, and I told you I'd shut you out, so thank you, and I love you. And Mara, I love you as well, and um, I think that's the only two friends that I have, so let's move on. Uh, look at these fucking shattered backboard 3.0s, guys. This is insane. I could, you, if you could watch, okay... If I could talk, if you could see what I'm doing right now, behind the screen, I have a pair of black 
orange and can I zoom in on this? No. Fuck. Why do they look like the color looks off? Okay, it's a black and orange retro one. Think of a bread one or a pine green or a purple retro one, except instead of black and green or black and purple, it's black and orange. These are coming out in 2019. These are fucking fire. These are the reverse or the shatter backboard 3.0s and they're fucking dope. Now, the next thing I wanted to show, this is why I had Sneakers Dog pulled up. These are some of the upcoming releases for 2019, and I kind of just want to go over these. This is actually next week. Um, these are the Spider-Man ones. They're dope. They look way too much like a Chicago one, and just because the fucking, like, do something better, you know? I'm always, I always say that if you're going to collaborate, you guys know that I get fucking pissed off. If you're going to collaborate, make it Spider-Man then. Put webs on them. Put fucking, make it look like a straight up little kid's shoe and people would love it. But no, they took a Chicago one and like put some like dots on the red part. I don't know. They're dope, but I don't know. They're not even referring to them as the Spider-Mans. They're referring to them as the Chicago Crystals. And these are going to be hyped up. They'll probably, they're at like 500 bucks right now. And supposedly they're supposed to be super limited. But I guess, I don't know. I guess they're going to be hyped up. I think that this shoe should go for 200 bucks. This should be the cheap uh, Chicago one. People that want to spend a lot of money that want a limited shoe should get the Chicago ones from 2015. People that want to rock that same look, but fucking, I don't know, spend less money, uh, should be able to get these. Unfortunately, the market's fucked, so I don't know what's going to happen, but probably going to be like three or 400 bucks. These are ugly shit, not even talking about them. Dornbecker 15s, Mocha 3s. I've heard that these are garbage quality in hand. Uh, I love the Mocha 3s that came out originally in like 2003 or something, but these, the retro of them is just shit. It's kind of it. I like the older ones because they're old, so they kind of have like a yellow sole and they have like they have a lot of wear to them. They just look dope. The new ones, I don't know. I don't like I'm not a big fan of re-retroing super old kicks. I'm a fan of rocking the super old kicks until they get fucking beat. Um then we got the light concord retro eights. Where's my water? I don't know. My fucking mouth is dry shit. Where am I? Sorry, I was getting a, getting a drink of water now. Retro 8s, these look like fucking garbage. Not a fan. Jimmy Butler 6s, these look fucking hideous. Sports Illustrated Retro 1s, these are cool, kind of. They look like fucking Leprechaun. They should have been called the St. Patrick's Day 1s. If you can't see like right here, it's like 10 different shades of green on the swoosh. Um... But Sports Illustrated magazines are fucking dope, and it's something that like everybody knows of, and it's a collab that is cool because they're both iconic brands. I don't know. It's like, who really gives a fuck? They're not going to be hyped up. I have these at retail plus tax right now, 180 for a lot of sizes, and you could get them now. So if you want those, let me know. Um, I didn't even fucking see these. Alkali May. This is where I get lost. I would probably wear these. Look up a picture. It's A-L-K-A-L-I May Retro 1. 
I don't know what to say to those right now because that looks fucked up. So we're gonna not do we're not gonna do those anymore. I want to show you guys these foams. I got these pink foam posits in the black pair. Oh no, they're not foam posits. I got these pink zoom flies. Uh, they're off white and Nike. They just came out December third, I believe. And I also have the black pair that's early. Those haven't haven't even been released yet. But this is where you want to tune in to the visual part of the podcast because I'm giving an up-close look. We got the beautiful lighting here. These are great in person, but look at the size of my hand and look at these, okay? My hand is probably seven inches tall, and this is a nine and a half. Wait, what? I don't know. I'm supposed to be making a point here. I forgot what I was going to say. Is my hand, my hand seven inches? This shoe looks way fucking bigger. So that doesn't even make sense, what I was going to say. What I was going to say is, this fucking shoe runs way too small. The 10.5 fits like a 9.5, and and the woman's 8.5 literally fits like a woman's 7. So I don't fucking know what to tell you guys. If you bought these Zoom Flies from Off-White and Nike, and you got your true size, you're fucked. So I'm sorry, and I unfortunately gave a lot of pre-orders on these, and I didn't know that this was going to be a problem. So... I'm fucked as well. So we're all fucked. So thanks, Off-White and Nike. Guys, can we make shoes? My voice is cracked. Can we make shoes all the fucking same size? If it says size 10 and a half, make it fit a size 10 and a half shoe. Why do you have to, like, it has to be a fucking mini game all the time. The black pair is fucking awesome in hand, by the way. Look at these. Black, you got the foam on the side. That's why I said foam posit. So stop making fun of me already. Uh, these are super clean. I don't like these on foot on me because I think that they're uncomfortable. And a big thing with me right now is that I want to be comfortable. I don't really care about the fucking hype of the shoes anymore. But on foot on someone else, I'm sure these are going to look dope. And I recommend buying these because it's an off-white collab. They're not that expensive right now. You could get them for around 400 bucks. And I have them two weeks early. So it makes it a little bit cooler that you have them. And maybe you'll get an extra BJ. Um... Back to the pink pairs, though. I don't know, man. The dark lighting looks dope, too. The pink pair is dope because it's like breast cancer awareness month. Everyone's going to be rocking these. And uh, that's kind of the only thing I really think of when I see the color pink. So if you beat breast cancer, I will give you a fucking 20% discount on this shoe. And I'm being dead serious. And I guess I never really planned that. But hey, if you beat breast cancer... I will give you 20% off on these shoes, and I hope you wear them because these are fucking dope. And if you did, I don't know how I'm going to believe the fact that you did because anyone could, I guess, just say that. But <laughs> that's me trying to be nice and do a fucking promotion. So, I don't know. The pink pairs, I have a size 7.5, 8.5, 9.5, and a 9, I think. But they fit fucking weird. So, it's like I really have a 7.5, an 8, and an 8.5. I don't know. I'll post pictures of them. I'm just fucking rambling now. Thank you guys for listening. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with the video podcast because it stresses me the fuck out. So, I don't know. I'm going to try to keep doing it, but maybe I just maybe I just won't. So, thanks, guys, and shout out to fucking Jeffree Star, and uh, that's about it.